Welcome to the Dave Squared Podcast. I'm David Kramer coming to you from Northern California. And I'm Dave Blasco from Arizona. Dave and I have been fast friends since the early 1980s when we were college roommates. And we finally found a medium to share our wisdom with the world, or at least our opinions. Between us, we have two engineering degrees, two master's degrees, an economics degree, 60 years plus of work experience, and I think we pay for something like 344 different cell phones. <laughs> and we're making this podcast together to try and help each other, and hopefully you, the listener, save some money. So what are we going to talk about today, Dave? Uh, we're getting back to our roots. It's not even microeconomics, Dave. I think it's nanoeconomics. We're talking about how we might save money with different mobile phone plans. Oh, my goodness sakes. I, I will tell you, when you were I were growing up, what did we keep in our cars? We kept a few quarters in the cars. So we could pull over and make a, a phone call to a phone booth, right? Yeah, be a long drive to find a mobile a, uh, a payphone nowadays. That's what I tell my family. I remind them that uh, if they're having trouble with their cell phone, that back in the day you, you didn't have that and you had to find a phone booth to make a phone call. Yeah, I made that argument when my wife wanted to get a cell phone. She carried pagers. You know, she's a doctor, so while she was on call, she had to carry a pager. And I argued that you could carry a roll of quarters and be all set. <laughs> That's funny. It's probably probably argument didn't go over well. But in today's modern age, I think uh, uh, mo a lot of folks have cell phones. Very ubiquitous thing. I know in my family, I've got uh, paying for four lines for uh, the the family, of two kids, and mom and dad. And uh, I think you are getting close to that point yourself. Yes, we have four different lines. We are on two different services because I've been experimenting with Google Fi. Um, the good news is I don't carry a different phone for work and home. Um, where I work, uh, they give you an allowance, essentially, and you buy your own phone as long as you agree to um, uh, allow it to be used for work. We used to print them on our uh, business cards, but we don't do that anymore. Hmm. Interesting. But, I, you know, and it is an expense and something I look at. So we just changed to a different phone company a few days ago, and I have some feedback from that. And I've we've tried changing before, but it is a significant it's a significant cost overall monthly for that many phones. It is, uh, and you just kind of get used to it. But um, we're two, three hundred dollars a month plus, um, and it, it, it's confused. But uh, which service were you switching from, Dave? We were with AT and T, and I've been with AT and T. Oh my gosh, I want. I was thinking about this um, since about 1996, a really long time. And of course, at that time, it was just um, my wife. Uh, the I've been employed during that time, and oftentimes my employer will, will have a cell phone. I'll just use that, if you will. Um, but we have a hundred seventy-six dollar bill from AT and T, and I think there's some benefit for those for our listeners out there. There's some benefits from going to family plans, and when you add those incremental lines, it t the price tends to go down. So I was paying one hundred seventy-six bucks with tax for four lines with essentially unlimited data, unlimited text, unlimited talk with AT&T. Yeah, my wife and uh, kids are still on AT&T, and we've been on it for a long time. And uh, the reason is uh, AT&T had exclusive rights to the iPhone when it first came out. 
I remember that. That's why, I mean, we were on AT&T. I, I guess I take that back. We were on the precursor to AT&T. I think we were on Cellular One, if you remember them. So I, I take that back. I said we've been with AT&T. I think AT&T somehow absorbed Cellular One back in the day. Um, but yeah, we have been on AT&T primarily because the iPhone and there was this whole issue about unlimited data, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So we've s- stayed with them uh, primarily because of that. Well, the other thing that AT&T offered back then was uh, you didn't get charged per minute for uh, talking to other AT&T customers. And since it was so popular with the adopters of the iPhone, my my wife's whole family was on it, um, you know, her, her sisters and brothers. So uh, that used to be a thing, long distance charges. Yeah. And you I hadn't thought of that, but you're bringing back memories. So our family exactly the same way so we live in arizona but my my uh, wife and part of my family live in florida and so talking to them long distance is a really big deal we have relatives in new york state and so that was the other thing was to be able to talk to them long distance so my wife could keep in touch with her with her family and my myself as well and that was the other big thing because back in the day i can remember cell phone plans the first one where you had a 200 minutes of talk a month or something like that right yep and if we go way back in the day when we were freshmen at college and you had a girlfriend back at home, I don't know if you remember, but your phone bills ran, I want to say, got over $400 one month. I think they were kind of crazy. And, uh, you know, I'll say, I'll, uh, I just changed to a new uh, operator we'll talk about. But back in that time frame, I looked at getting a, um, uh, a uh, calling card where you had to dial into the 800 number and then punch the 16-digit code in, and it took the price of a phone call at that time, which was about a dollar a minute long distance, down to 25 cents, which was kind of very irritating. But if you think about it, it saved 75% of the cost of that phone call per minute. And the good old d- days. Yeah, the good old days. And so just this last week, I did something similar to that where we switched from uh, AT&T, and we're trying out one of those uh, MVNOs, those mobile uh, wireless operators that run on someone else's network, and they tend to be the cheapest. So we're giving one of those operators a try, and I'll say so far it's working out okay. We tried this about four or five years ago with a service similar to what, what, what I think you have is um, – uh, we had tried out a service where, that used wireless cell phone calling, but then used a cell phone provider if you went outside you know, your home or wireless area to, to make the phone calls. So which service have you switched to, Dave? We switched to a company called Mint Mobile, and they run on the T-Mobile network. That's Mint, M-I-N-T, like the, the sweet herb? Yeah, yep, Mint Mobile, and they, they run on the T-Mobile network. So uh, we actually switched. Uh, I'm paying for four cell phone plans, and then my sister, who also lives out here in Arizona, who, who was using Verizon, switched as well. And we're gonna try it out. You get a seven-day free trial. So we're basically in, we're basically three three days in, and so far I think for there was a little issue with my daughter who lives in New York City. Um, I don't think she was connected to the Mint Mobile network. Like I don't think her carrier settings were up dated correctly so it looks like it's working today but anyways long story short i think it's going to save close to a thousand dollars a year on those four phone lines if you can believe that or not so i'm a little worried now dave that we might be ahead of ourselves a bit because you have yet to pay a bill right 
No, you had to pre. So for the, the thing about Mint Mobile is you prepay the service, and you pay for three months at a time with them. Some of these carriers you pay month to month, but I think they lower costs by locking customers in so they know how many minutes to buy from the major carrier. There's only four major carriers in the U.S. who have networks: AT&T, T-Mobile, Sprint, and Verizon. And this company I went with basically buys minutes from T-Mobile. So uh, how much data do you get with this plan? That's a really good question. So it's not unlimited data. You can buy a three gigabyte a, a month plan. You can buy an eight gigabyte a month plan. You can buy a 12 gigabyte a month plan. And for two of the lines, those people are basically at home most of the time and live in the wireless world. Very rarely go over two gigabytes of data. I got a three gigabyte data plan for them. And it's about $16 with tax. Unlimited talk, unlimited text. Wow. For, my, for my daughter and my son, uh, they use a lot more minutes away from home. I mean, when they're at home, they use wireless, but they're out and about more. But they have never gone over eight gigabytes in a month. My son's gotten close, if you will, but I think it's been some months where he wasn't connecting to wireless when he was, say, at home visiting us. Um, and then my daughter generally will be in the range of three to five gigs, and it depends on how much time she spends out and about um, away from her apartment, away from her school. Hmm. So uh, how much does that cost? The, so the thing about this is, and I'm going to learn more about it, it the, uh, the Mint Mobile for the three gigabytes a month, when you sign up for three months, you can get it for 15 bucks a month. Now it's normally 25. You can also pay for a year of service, which I'm considering doing if it works. If we try it for three months and it works, I will pay for a year of service to lock the price in at that price. But it's 25 bucks a month for three gigs. It's 45 bucks a month for uh, eight gigs. 45 bucks a month. So what is your total bill for four people then? What are you anticipating? In the in the this trial period for three months, it's gonna be $75 and six, 75 bucks. So if I go to full price, it'll be $135 for four, for four people. Now there's some other, there's a bunch of services that are similar. I almost went with a, a Verizon um, MVNO, which is called Total Wireless. But the thing I like about Mint is they have tethering because my daughter oftentimes has to do, as part of her schooling, she has to do interviews with people and she has to do it at, at outside of her normal school where she can get on, she can't be on wireless. And so she'll want to be connected. And then it has an international plan. Not a great international plan, but my daughter's going to visit. Uh, she's going to do a quick trip to France for a few days. It's just easier to put the wireless minutes on her phone. If you're going to go internationally, uh, listeners, get a SIM card in Europe because you'll, you'll save a huge amount of money. All right. So let's see if we can compare that to what I'm paying on AT&T. And you tell me if this is a fair comparison, Dave. Yep. Uh, hold on. Where did my spreadsheet go? So I, for better or for worse, we have uh, insurance and uh, the last two phones my wife was involved in procuring. Um, she got them through AT&T. So they don't really... They really just take the price of the phone and divide it by X number of months. So right. I, I tried to correct for that by backing out the phone charges and the mobile insurance premium and the mobile protection pack because uh, the total bill for three people was $277. But if you back all that stuff out, it's $188. So call it $62 per person. But So that's $188, unlimited data, 
on the AT&T network for three people. So you said you're once you're up at full price, you'll be at $135 a month for four people with data limits. With data limits, right. But what you think are pretty comfortable data limits. I think it's pretty comfortable because I went back and looked. Uh, we had AT&T. You can look every month at how much data folks use. Um, and we're going to meet those we're going to meet those data limits. Well, let me ask you what happens if you're traveling or your Wi-Fi is out at the house for unexplained reasons, but you need 4 gigs or you need 3.1 gigs. You're driving to a, a customer's office and you are using your phone for directions and you hit the 3 gig limit. What happens? Do you get slow data? Do you get an overage charge? Do you know? I believe they downgrade you to the slower speeds. They take you off the four um, generation and downgrade you. But you can also uh, you can also add data. It's not quite as cheap, but you can add data. So say if you're in the three gig plan and something happens, like you said, you can go add some data. It's not it's not a great deal, but you can do it. All right. So for a comparison, I switched my phone just my phone to uh the google fi which is a similar system right they buy from buy the service from different carriers and one of the things i like about it is they're pretty straightforward about their pricing so the bill isn't as confusing to look at so what that cost me for one phone is twenty dollars a month for calls and texts and then they charge ten dollars per gig for data okay so uh, if I was limited to three gigs, like you, it would be fifty bucks a month, plus taxes and regulatory fees, which is another two dollars and eighty-nine cents. So, it is interesting doing this, Dave. I'm glad we're doing this podcast because, as I did my research, I like holy moly, how could I possibly use that much data? Because I used five point four four five gigabytes of data at ten dollars a gigabyte last month. So I did some research on what that was because hmm. um, I was surprised by that. I thought I was more like a two or three gig person. Um, but uh, I used 1.3 gigabytes of data on streaming Amazon Music, Dave. Interesting. So that's yeah. just in the car. Yeah, I hope so. And that's at $10 a gigabyte, right? Hmm. So on top of fourteen ninety nine a month, uh, that's 13 bucks. Because when you're, I'm, I'm assuming you're at home, you're on wireless, obviously. When you're in the office, you're on wireless, right? That's what I thought. Um, yeah, it should be on Wi-Fi at both ends. And uh, I'm not listening to music at work anyway. But um, And I didn't think I was looking at a lot of data. Uh, the, the next thing, I use 0.7 gigabytes of data on Google News, which is my preferred news feed. Mm-hmm. So I went through and changed some of the settings, like don't autoplay video. I tried to find a setting not to download pictures. I don't mm -hmm. need to look at pictures, um, but I couldn't figure that out. And I switched Amazon to the Amazon Music Service to the the lowest available quality while I was on um, mobile data. Let's see how that sounds in the car. But um, 
So hopefully I can get that back in line and save myself a couple of bucks a month. Yeah, I I still don't think five gigs is huge is huge amount. What the wire, what, as I understand it, what the wireless companies really worry about because they'll have limits like AT and T will slow you down. Even though they say you have unlimited data, after twenty two gigs of data, they slow you down to like three G speeds. They're, they're worried about the guy that's sitting in the park behind me, who's wait, watching his kids and then playing playing like watching a movie. Right? They're worried about the people that are streaming videos right. all the time because they're just they're using the bulk of the data that's going across the network. That's the people they worry about. So I don't think your five gigs is really that big overall. But what you could consider doing is like on Amazon Music, do the down, download the music to your phone and just play it from your phone. It's memory rather than download it, but that's, then you, you miss out on trying new stuff on the way to work, right? Yeah, so I did do that <laughs> while uh, I went through and downloaded all of my playlists and reset it so it was using... Oh, you know, I switched to Android, and one of the advantages is uh, SD cards. So I have a big SD card, but nothing was downloading to it. Mm-hmm. So I switched to that and downloaded every playlist. Um, so I will have some music on the phone. Um, with the Google Fi, uh, you only get charged up to six gigs. Everything beyond that is free. Um, the other thing that should be better than the service you're using is it's it uses three different um uh three different services t-mobile sprint and u.s cellular whoever that is and it's supposed to intelligently quote unquote switch between those um and like you say uh, use wi-fi whenever it's available yeah it's interesting we switched uh, we tried republic wireless about four or five years ago back when they're pretty much in their infancy it was a really cool concept you take your cell phone calls you know over wireless or over wi-fi but um their network was Sprint. And where I live in the Phoenix metro area at that time, Sprint had no 4G coverage and their 3G coverage was weak at best, if you will. If you lived like on the west side of Phoenix, it would probably worked out better for you. But that's we, we gave that a shot, tried that out, and, and uh, uh, canceled before the uh, trial period was over. So we had, we had tried what you had done a few years ago. It, it's just that the coverage, the cell phone coverage, just didn't cut it where I lived. Yeah, that's why I ended up not switching the rest of the family over. It's very, very frustrating when you can't get coverage, and I didn't want to be responsible for that for (laughs) my family. Yes. Uh, So I'm leaving it the way it is, though I think on the margins it's actually costing me more money. Yeah. One thing I'm just thinking of a couple things with AT&T. We've been for AT&T for a long time. My phone bill for the four lines, and I I, I, uh, remember we have insurance protection for my son, which is like, I think it's like eight bucks a month or something like that. It was $225 until recently. AT&T has a tendency to change their plans a lot and come out with better plans. And I called them because I was just getting frustrated with the bill. We went to a new AT&T plan that basically dropped my bill about $50 per month. So you might consider calling and making sure you're on the best option. We were on ATN Limited, more premium. And uh, I'll say one more thing. You get a small package of streaming called Watch TV. Um, that has a channel that my wife likes because we cut the cord, you know, for streaming, if you will. And you also get an option of having HBO or Showtime. So when I do the math and say, how much money do I save? I've got to back out getting a subscription for HBO because she likes certain HBO shows. and We like watching the movies on it. Um, so when I look at the savings, I have to add that back in. Five bucks a month for a... Uh, uh, she likes to watch the Hallmark channel. So I have to add that back into my cost model. 
But I think I think overall, in my mind, for our listeners, target price for a phone, I'm thinking, is $25 a month. That would be like the lowest you can potentially get if you went with, uh, we almost went with Total Wireless. They have a family plan for 100 bucks. There's a lot of um, four-line family plans out there for 100 bucks. Yes. And that had, to, that had a maximum of a 25 gigabytes of data. So our family never comes close to hitting that probably get around 20 gigs so that's something our listeners might take a look at is uh cricket which is an at&t subsidiary has a hundred dollar a month plan and you know you might look at something like that because it runs off the at&t network uh they don't allow unlimited data i think they throttle your speeds after a certain size i can't remember that's the that's the issue with those firms is they're going to throttle your data after a certain size of data usage well if you're looking to do this, I would recommend cross-checking it with the Google Fi program. Um, it has some nifty things. One, it's it's Google, which they have a, half the money in the world. Apple mm-hmm. has the rest. Uh, particularly if you are an Android person, I think it works better with uh, Android phones than with iPhones, but I, I don't know. I've never really tried. Um, uh, I told you about it when I got it. I got uh, a $700 travel voucher that's good for southwest when i bought when i signed up it came with a new phone lg v35 thin q which seems like a nice phone Mm -hmm. um but they have some innovative things one i think the pricing is very straightforward so you could do the math easier when you're comparing it Uh, and i will say cell phone bills are super complicated aren't they yes and uh, it does go on more than one carrier so it seems like it has a better chance of having coverage um, and I, I don't know if they're still doing this, but they will provide you for your um, other devices a free SIM card that they will not charge you per month if you don't use it. Um, so I have one, and I ended up not installing it because I can't think of a use case for it, but uh, they'll give you a SIM card you could put in your uh, tablet or an extra phone or put in your laptop, and they'll charge you $10 a gig as you use it. And if you don't use it, they won't charge you anything. That's interesting you have. I, I might have to investigate that because like I said, my daughter is part of her schooling. She has to go out and interview um, folks. And she does this at a hospital that's away from where her school is. And she can't get on the Wi-Fi there because she's not a she's not a uh, employee there at the hospital. Um, so one of the reasons I went with Mint Mobile is that they offer tethering. And some of the other MVNO services don't offer, uh, offer tethering, so she can basically set up her phone as a, a, a Wi-Fi hotspot, you know, run her computer off the data that's emanating from the cell phone, which is helpful to her when she's out at the hospital, which is away from her uh, normal school location. Yeah, I looked at this for work, and I thought it might actually save us a decent amount of money because I think we pay... 45 bucks a month for a SIM card for, uh, uh, what do you call the Apple tablets? Sorry, iPad. Mm -hmm. Um, And we own many of them, uh, dozens of them, let's say. And so 45 bucks versus zero plus um, the memory, right? And it's free after six gigs. So it would be between zero and 60. And we wouldn't be paying for people who didn't use it. But it's not on the Verizon network, which is a really good network. And it's extremely frustrating at work if you don't have coverage. It is. It's interesting. And um, I did a little more research because Verizon has 
you know, they offer, they offer themselves as the best network. And that's what I've always understood. I was looking at consumer reports. I'm a consumer reports, obviously member, and they did a cell phone by city survey of their uh, members. And both in Phoenix and New York, T-Mobile was number three. Were, uh, and it was actually higher than AT&T Verizon. I was surprised. Now, it wasn't, um, you know, it was a survey, if you will, right? So it right. wasn't like analytical data. And I think sometimes there's a difference between those two things. But that's one of the reasons that kind of pushed me over the edge to go with Mint Mobile because I didn't know much about T-Mobile. I've always heard that Verizon is the best. I've come to accept that AT&T over the years has gotten better. We've had them for a long time, but I can tell you there was times 15 years ago where I get one or two bars in my house. Um, now it's a lot better. It's fine, but there was some frustrating periods there. Uh, but we'll see. We'll see on the T-Mobile thing. So we're still giving it a shot. Certainly it's going to save money. Family's kind of checking it out and figuring out if it's working for them. So I'll know more in a few weeks, but I think it's going to save me a bunch of money. No, that's good. I, I did, as I was checking this, I told you I found some ways to dial back my data. But uh, for instance, I realized I was paying per month for my Amazon music subscription. So I switched that to per year. That'll save me 30 bucks. Um, what what measured gets improved, right, Dave? Yeah, yeah, it's for sure. And that's you know, if if you like it, that's the thing with the service I signed up for. Yes, you, you have to sign up for three months at a time. It's not month to month. And I believe they can use that to then figure out how many minutes they buy. It helps them planning so they can pass on a lower cost. And they actually have a, a yearly fee. And I'm what I'm hoping is that this works for us. And when at time when three months is up. They were offering the same price for the initial sign-up. So the three gigabytes that I said was 15 bucks. they're offering that if you buy the whole year. And perhaps in the future, they'll offer that. The other thing I'll say is I was really worried about the switchover because we did the switchover, I said, about four or five years ago, and that was a little troublesome, the porting of the number over. Yes. And we ported, so we did five phones. There's the four phones that are on my um, account and the one for my sister who switched from Verizon. Uh but three of the five phones literally ported over in two minutes. So literally you push the button and your phone was converted over to the, the new service within a few minutes. Two of the phones took more time, but I, I swear it was almost like we did it after nine o'clock at night and maybe somebody's service center went down for the day or something like that. Although I would think it would be automated, but um, my daughters and my wife's kind of ported over in the middle of the night sometime because I was worried because it'll say it can take up to 48 hours to port over. I can see people freaking out by not having a cell phone for 48 hours. Did you have to install a SIM card? Yeah, what you do with them, the thing, cool thing about Mint Mobile I thought was really nice is they send you for $5, you get, you get a, two SIM cards and one's a trial. You basically get, I think it's 250 minutes of talk, 250 texts, and I think 200 megabytes of data. So you can just ins you install their app, you can try it out. So we tried it out. My son tried it out for a while. We did some speed tests, uh, you know, internet speed tests with just on cell. We tr making some phone calls. We did some text and seemed to work okay. And y you could do that as well. And then if you don't like it, you just take that SIM card out and put your old one in. Hmm. Okay. In his case, it, it seemed like it worked for him. And then you take the second SIM card because each SIM card is going to give you a phone number. The first SIM card is going to give you a random phone number in your area code. The second SIM card you, you use and say, hey, I want to sign up for your service, port my number over. Here's my number. And they ported the number over so that within two minutes, you know, he had that number on the new Mint mobile service. Huh. All right. Well, good stuff, Dave. Uh, anything else 
before we wrap this up? No, no. I, I, I just listeners take a look at it, and, and whether you have one of the big four companies, give them a call because sometimes plans change. Sometimes you call up and say, "Hey, I'm thinking about changing." They'll reduce your bill. So I did that with one of the big carriers that I talked about, and I realized I was on some grandfather plan, and they don't don't switch automatically, and they had better plans because there's downward pressure on cell phone prices and even the the big four network operators are having to reduce their prices so give them a call if, if you're concerned about your bill you may save some money just may, may making a 25 minute phone call all right so dave i want to do a new bit i want to call it dave's saves and uh i'm not quite sure about the punctuation and the the uh possessive there, but uh, I think it's more important that it rhyme than be grammatically correct. So the idea is, like I said, a nano-economic tip for people to either save money or save the planet, possibly save your marriage. So (laughs) got it. This one might be a repeat. I might have brought this up in the keto episode, but something I've been doing for years is if you... I, I know you do, You and I both drink a lot of coffee, Dave. So One you, of the basic food groups, yes. Exactly. <laughs> uh, and I finally gave up sugar in my coffee, but that took a lot of effort. But if you drink cream and sugar in your coffee, if you put cream, then sugar, then coffee, you don't need to stir it. So this will save you time, and it will save stirs, and it will keep stuff out of the landfill, and it will make the line go faster at the donut shop. That is a super tip. I don't understand why people don't do that because I do it. Always pour the cream and sugar in first. Never use a stir. I don't understand why people don't do that, but it's a great tip, right? Yeah, some people, I think, do it because they they cream their coffee by color. Um, And when you do do this, sometimes it is a little awkward at a donut shop because you're swimming upstream a bit because a lot of times they put the... They put the stuff in the wrong order. Yes. No, I'm right with it. That's a great tip. That's how I do it. I don't use sugar anymore. I just pour the cream in there. I've figured it out by now because I've done it so many times. I can just eyeball it and tell if I have enough cream in there. Once in a great while, you uh, you you get messed up because you put cream, sugar, and then uh, you run out of coffee in the, uh, in the bin and you have a super sweet, super creamy half cup of coffee. But... That's a risk you have to take, and you should be refilling the coffee pot if you get to that anyway. <laughs> there you go. That is a super tip. All right, so Dave, next week it will be your turn to come up with a micro tip for our listeners. I will do that. I'm on it right now. All right, so let's wrap this up. 30 minutes plus. Wow. Uh, and uh, I look forward to speaking to you again in the near future. All right, take care, everybody. Bye-bye. Thank you.